Hello, and welcome to Pixel Tunes Radio, Episode 2. I am Mike. And I'm Ed. And you have joined us on our Beat'em Ups episode. Absolutely. Uh, but before we get into our video game music, we would like to let you know we have an official Twitter account open. You can follow us at Pixeltoons Radio. We also have an official Facebook page now, so you can follow us there at facebook.com slash Pixeltoons Radio. And there we're going to have streams of our broadcast. We're going to have some cool music that we found over the week. We're also going to have some questions and answers. You can leave us on... Uh, feedback as far as what we what we're doing and what you like about our show. We've also got a YouTube channel. You can check us out on youtube.com forward slash dongled. I'm going to be hosting it on my YouTube channel, so check it out there and subscribe so that way you can get the latest updates. So today's episode is all about beat-em-ups. Now, beat-em-ups are those games where you basically walk from left to right using your fists and your feet to beat the holy living heck out of anybody who crosses your path. And the best part about beat-em-ups is that they're short, they're simple, but they always have some great music. Definitely a pick-up-and-play kind of game, a genre that isn't really prevalent too much nowadays. There are a lot of indie titles coming out that are beat-em-ups. You don't really see many AAA games that are of this genre anymore, unfortunately. Definitely gone by the wayside in the past couple years, but the good news is is that we've got plenty of music in store for you for beat-em-ups. You're going to be able to listen to the songs that you were listening to while beating the junk out of people. Speaking of junk, our first song is called Junk Factory. It's from the X-Men arcade game. was never released on a home console, unfortunately, because it was a really fantastic game. It was transferred over to the Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network, and it also saw a release on, like, iPad and the iTunes, like iOS. Yeah, unfortunately, it took over a decade to get there, so while we were playing it in the arcade, we never really had an option to play it on our Super Nintendos and Genesis is, 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 is over the uh, over our childhood. The the thing I always like to point out about this song that we're about to play is the bass sounds right out of a Sega Genesis game. Yeah, a lot of these arcade machines did use Yamaha synths, which are basically what was in the Genesis. Uh, the Genesis had a YM2612, and I believe the X-Men arcade machine used a YM2151. So they're in the same YM2000 family, so a lot of the sounds are very, very similar to what you'd find on a Genesis. YM also stands for your mom. And Yamaha. Or Yamaha. And, and, and... Yo mama. And <laughs> and stuff. Alright, anyways, <laughs> let's get on with the show. Stage two from the uh, X-Men arcade game, Junk Factory. X-Men.
And we're back. That was the track Peekaboo from the God Hand soundtrack. That was an amazing beat-em-up on the PS2 from Clover Studios, who you might remember made uh, Beautiful Joe. Beautiful Joe. And Okami. Okami was amazing. The authors of that track, Masafumi Takuda and Jun Fukuda, have a lot of really cool soundtracks under their wing. Uh, they did the soundtrack for Resident Evil The Umbrella Chronicles. They also went on to do No More Heroes and No More Heroes 2 with Akira Yamaoka. Just really, really good stuff. Songs that could easily be played on the radio outside of a video game as well as, you know, really kicking video game tunes. So that was from a track that's not on the official OST, the official official soundtrack. Official. Called God Tracks, which God Tracks included a lot of the songs from the game. Peekaboo was not on that soundtrack, so we were able to bring it to you exclusively. And with God Hand, we're going from a very tribal song, following it up with the previous song before that actually was also very tribal, very urban sounding with the X-Men Arcade second level stage junk factory. Very urban, the drums, the bass, all pretty much that same style. Very driving beat. You're going to find that a lot in beat-em-up games because the music is going to keep you stomping down the street, keep you punching people in the head, keep you kicking people in the nuts. I don't think they kick people in the nuts, though. They should. Yeah. They should. I, I, that's that's a good point. They should. Yeah. No. We're going to need yeah. to make a game about that. Yeah. Nut, nut Cruncher. Nut Punching 2 Alpha EX. Beta. The sequel. Gamma X. Hyper Edition. <laughs> so with that, we're going to talk about the next track, which is the Turtles soundtrack for Turtles in Time, and we're going to be using the arcade version. This will be Starbase AD 2100. There are three different versions of this soundtrack. Mm-hmm. You're going to find the Super Nintendo version, the Genesis version, which was Hyperstone Heist, so it's got a few different tracks that the Turtles in Time soundtracks do. And then the arcade version. You don't really hear the arcade version very much. Yeah, um, no, that's true. The The Super Nintendo and the arcade version do have a lot of similarities, but I think there are a few tracks from the arcade soundtrack that excel over the Super Nintendo version. Starbase 2100 is one of those tracks. I really like this album because it blends a lot of elements of punk and swing and rockabilly, but has a very kind of electronic funky, futuristic feel to it. I would even say that it's almost metal for this particular track. I Absolutely. Mean, this one is, is more in the rock genre right. than any of the other ones. You're actually, if you're familiar with the Super Nintendo version of this track, you're going to hear some extra vocals, um, a lot of shouts of hey, kind of like it's a it's a live punk show going on. In the arcade version, they were able to add those little extra vocal samples because of the extra hardware they had in the arcade machines. So without further ado, here is the next track, Starbase AD 2100 from Mutsuhiko Izumi. That's a mouthful. Yeah.
tired of chipping your nails on wooden crates and oil barrels while searching for power-ups? Exhausted from wasting time trying to protect your hands during fights with mayors and policemen? Now there's Poison Pumps. Hi, I'm Poison from Mad Gear Gang. Ladies, I know how frustrating it can be to protect your nails these days. If you want crime rates to go up and chip nails to go down, strap a pair of my Poison Pumps on and get ready to kick your crime life up a notch. Poison pumps are a special brand of high heels that come in a variety of colors and weapons. Feel free to mix toxic pink with our patented spike soles, perfect for breaking and entering. Need to get into a barrel? No problem. Go green with our emerald wasteland that has a secret stash of acid right in the heel. Need to get rid of a hero's heroism? Wipe that smirk off his face by making him explode with our bombshell blues, where every kick is an explosion. Listen to this real-life testament from one of Poison's fellow gang members. Poison pumps are personally tested by Poison herself and include a no-money-back guarantee if they don't work. Wait, who, who are you testing these on? With Poison pumps, you get my personal stamp of approval every time. Poison pumps, now available in all Metro City shoe stores. We are not liable for anything that happens to anyone ever. Oh, my spleen! Uh, seriously, I, I think I need an ambulance here. Alright, welcome back. That was Final Fight Toilet Gang. What a name for a song, huh? Toilet Gang. You know, in the game, you're going through this level, kind of on the docks, am I right? Um, I think, yeah, it's it's sort of like docks, yeah. It's a, it's kind of like, uh, you know, you're in a park, walking yeah. across the sidewalk, there's water in the background, yeah. so, yeah, maybe more like a, like a park on the water, so you're beating all these dudes up, and you come across a men's room, which you fight into, and there's a number of different titles you can give a song, men's room brawl. Pooper punchers. Pooper punchers. Pooper punchers. Um, I think they should rename the track. But you know what? Punchers. What? What do you call your song? You call it Toilet Gang. The Toilet Gang song has so many renditions, just like the entire Final Fight soundtrack. The arcade version, I know a lot of people really love, but I gotta honestly say the Super Nintendo is probably my favorite. I think I like the soundtrack from the Super Nintendo on a whole. It really lends more credence to the type of songs that they are in terms of the instruments that are played, like that French horn section in Toilet Gang. Sounds really cool. It sounds like that part should be played by a French horn. And I always thought that that little like, it, yeah, I always yeah. imagined the French horn player <laughs> falling over in the middle of the song while he was playing that. Like it was some sort of a slapstick <laughs> cartoon. It was just really cool to hear synths that sounded like real instruments back then. So hearing Final Fight for the first time, uh, I was pretty blown away by the soundtrack. A lot of people feel that it's very tinny sounding, but I, I, I don't know. I just I really love it. It's it's probably my favorite version. Second place would have to go to the Game Boy Advance version. Yes. Or the yeah, was it the Game Boy Advance? The Game Boy Advance yeah. version. Yeah. It was a Final launch Fight title. One. Yeah. Yeah, a launch title in Japan for the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. So the author of that song, Toshio Kanjino, did a lot of work for Capcom. He was so he wrote the music for Final Fight for the Super Nintendo. He also worked on UN Squadron, which is a favorite, uh, which is a favorite of Mike's. He did uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Varth, Warriors of Fate, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, which we'll be hearing from pretty soon. He's just done a whole bunch of stuff. In 1993, he took over the sound department at Capcom. Oh wow! So he used a lot of uh, sound effects. He was a sound effects designer. 
How about that? So the similarities that you hear in like Final Fight to Street Fighter and a lot of their other beat-em-ups for the arcade, they all use similar sound effects. Well, that was Toshio Kanjino. That guy. And now you know. And now you know. Dun, dun, the more dun, you dun. know. Speaking of Cadillacs and dinosaurs, or as grandpas and grandmas call it, cataracts and dinosaurs. <laughs> oh boy. So we're going to be playing a track from Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, which is a arcade game that never saw anywhere a port. I mean, that's one of the few Capcom arcade games that never got ported over to any console. Even like Xbox Live Arcade or anything later, which is such a shame because it's one of the best beat-em-ups of its age. It is really, really cool. It's a lot of fun to play. It has that mechanic where you can turn the dinosaurs from evil to good so that yeah. they don't attack you. Or if, you know, you walk by them quietly, they don't wake up. It's pretty, pretty neat. The authors on this title actually have a pretty storied history with Capcom. Isayo Abe, Shun Nishigaki, and Kyo. Isayo Abe is very, very famous for doing the Street Fighter II soundtrack. He created the Sagat theme, mm-hmm. which is like some sort of ridiculous time signature that it's still debated upon yeah. on the internet. Like, exactly like what time signature that song is in. 12.55. So he's done stuff like Knights of the Round... Uh, the Punisher. He did. Uh, he did T Hawk and DJ's themes from Super Street Fighter 2, Slam Masters 2, Street Fighter Alpha. So anything within that era of Street Fighter 2 stuff, he's contributed songs to. He's got a lot of talent. I mean, if you can create a song like Sagat's song, and you will also hear on the Final Fight soundtrack that he also worked on uh, a lot of songs that have very bizarre time signatures. So that that seems to be his. Thing. This track is really rocking. I mean, this is just straight up balls to the wall metal and really gets your blood pumping. And just like we've been talking about throughout this podcast, the beat em ups, that's what their job was to, to get you into the experience. It reminds me a lot of a action anime theme song. Definitely. Definitely. It's got Very those Japanese. Overdriven guitars, kind of. That's. That's Nothing bad. like that at all. No, Nothing that's like that just, at all. please, I'll, I'll have to lay off the sauce before I start yeah. recording this podcast. Yeah, come on, man. Anyways, <laughs> let's get on with the music. This one's called Four Heroes and a Heroine.
That was Yuzo Koshiro with The Poets 2 off of the Streets of Rage 3 soundtrack. Fun fact about Yuzo Koshiro, in Streets of Rage, the burning knuckle sound effect that you hear is actually done by Yuzo Koshiro. Now you know what his voice sounds like. Yay! Give yourself a cookie for learning that fact today. I really like that song. It's almost ahead of its time, I think. I think it sounds a lot like modern day techno dubstep house music. I don't really think it sounds anything like any of the earlier Streets of Rage games, honestly. I think it, I mean, he did say that he went in a completely different direction with Streets of Rage 3. This is the soundtrack that I had mentioned in the previous podcast where Koshiro created a program to randomize notes, basically. Kind of similar to what techno producers do today where they create sequences of sounds and then change the pitch and change the velocity of the notes and, and such. Yuzo Koshiro kind of innovated that for the Genesis and for the soundtrack specifically. The Poets 2 is probably one of the more commercial sounding, more coherent songs off of the album. The rest of it's kind of experimental and avant-garde and kind of jumbled in, in, in places. Uh, I, I appreciate that music, so I really like it, but I know it's panned by a lot of video game music critics around the internet. It's like um, it's it's like new age Christian techno, right? I'd say it's more like old age atheist techno. Okay. Right. So <laughs> we're going to follow that up with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on the Super Nintendo. This is a very easy beat 'em up back in the day, but uh, the music was by Kinyo Yamashita and Iku Mizutani. Uh, I think uh, Yamashita kind of leaves her mark all over this song. Oh, absolutely. Even as current as today, whenever you hear a song from Kinyo Yamashita, you, you can kind of hear that Castlevania creeping through in her note runs and, and in the, the general feel of the entire song. It sounds like a Castlevania song. I mean, I think it depends. I mean, if you listen to any of, like, for example, Mega Man x Three soundtrack, she doesn't do too much uh, when you compare it with, you know, all the other Mega Man X soundtracks. X3 had a very rocking sound hmm. as compared to, I would say, X and X2 were a little bit more, I would say maybe a little bit more techno-ish in a lot of ways. 3 had a, a really heavy chug to it. Don't get me wrong, there were a lot of really rocking tracks in X1 and X2, but I think, for the most part, X3 had a heavier sound to it. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm reminded of the Game Boy soundtracks for the, the Metro series. Uh, there were five soundtracks, and they each had, I'd say, a good between 70 and 90 songs for each. Wow. And it was very, very easy to pick the ones that she worked on, because they just kind of screamed, Hey! I'm Castlevania! All over it, so... Wouldn't it cool. be... Hey, I'm Kinyo Yamashita. Hey, I'm the person who created Castlevania songs. Yeah. All over yeah, it. I'll yeah. be a little more accurate yeah, there. Yeah. This, Come uh, on, Ed, get it together. You know, I told you, I gotta lay off that sauce. God. So the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers video game that we're hearing from today was released in 1994. It was the first Power Rangers video game that was released for the Super Nintendo. Since then, there have been 13 Power Rangers games from 1994 to 2013. Wow. I didn't even know that. That's... That's pretty crazy. Anyhow, this one is called simply City. It's the city level. It's the first level of the game. It's where you originally start moving from left to right and punching bad guys. It's morphin' time.
this is a bobo. You know, after years of trying to beat up those double dragon twins, Billy and Jimmy, I decided to throw in the towel. I've moved on with my life. I'm now the proud owner of Abobo's Adobe Adobo Dojo, a family establishment in the heart of downtown Phoenix. I provide delicious southwestern meals and martial arts lessons to many happy families. Oh look, here comes a happy family now. Mom, what do you think of Abobo's Adobe Adobo Dojo? The family just loves it. Little Billy always scarfs down his tacos and his brother Jimmy loves kung fu lessons. We'll be back for sure. Did, did you just say Billy? And and Jimmy? Yeah, Billy and Jimmy. They're twins. 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 Billy. Jimmy. Jimmy. Get, get, get out. Get out of here. Never come back. You hear me? Your twins are evil. Okay, okay, boys. Let's go. This awful man is scaring me. So, come on down to Abubu's Adobe Dojo. No, no, you fool. Abubu's Adobe Adobo Dojo. Say it. Ababas, Abdullah. Get, get out of here! You displease me. Please, come on down to Abobo's Adobe Adobo Dojo. It's fun for the whole family. All right, welcome back. That last track was from Double Dragon Neon, and that was City Streets Part. To Mango Tango Neon Jungle. Neon Jungle. That, that's a mouthful right there. <laughs> well, it's actually the, the name of the song is Mango Tango Neon Jungle. It's from the City Streets level, the second part of the City Streets level. So, what I really like about that song is the whole point of the game was to capture the 80s. And I think that song, in and of itself, you know, the vocals, the instrumentation, everything is just straight out of the 80s. That song, I think, is more 80s than the 80s was. Yeah. That song reeks of 80s, but in such a good way. I mean, you can't help but not listen to that song like five or six times. So if you want to go back and, you know, rewind, listen to that, you know, five or six more times, please be our guest. It's okay, we'll wait. All right, we're back. <laughs> that was by uh, Jake Kaufman, who is also known as Vert. Vert. Very popular remixer. And also did tons of work on WayForward Games, the Shantae series. Contra 4, which has a phenomenal soundtrack. Very accomplished musician to keyboards, percussion, guitar. Yeah. He does it all. He also did those female vocals in that song. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Not that talented. All right. We're going to be moving into Undercover Cops. Undercover Cops. You see cops. Now, if you are familiar with my YouTube page, if you're listening to this on the YouTube page, then you may have already seen the Undercover Cops episode. If not, it's episode 21. Check it out. It's on the Super Famicom game, Undercover Cops. This game was originally an arcade game that was created by IREM, and it got ported over to the Super Famicom. Never got a U.S. release, so if you're listening to this already on YouTube, then I You'll see both of us. Yeah. There's also a blooper reel for the video as well, which is pretty funny. Yeah, good times. That was a lot of fun filming that video. You also get to see Mike's tiny living room. Yes, very tiny. (laughs) So, so tiny. The cool thing about Takushi Hayamuda 
who wrote the soundtrack to Undercover Cops, is that he also did the soundtracks for Super R-Type on the Super Nintendo, and... Metal Slug 2 and 3 for the Neo Geo. The Super R-Type was an IREM game. Metal Slug, was that IREM? SNK. Yeah, I believe what happened was, right after Undercover Cops came out, some of that team dispersed and ended up going to make Metal Slug, the first Metal Slug game, separate from IREM. So you'll see a lot of the similarities in terms of graphics and animation. If you look at the Undercover Cops arcade game, you'll notice a lot of the artwork is very, very similar to the Metal Slug series. Yep. Also, R-Type as well. A lot of the technology, and like the spaceships and futuristic style things, they'll have that very kind of it's kind of like rounded and shaded, and it's just very unique for, for sprite artwork that you see in a lot of the later IREM games and then on the Neo Geo titles as well. So without further ado, here is IREM's masterpiece, Undercover Cops. The name of this track is Northern Barramundi. Super Hip Hop Styles.
joining us again. This is Pixel Tunes Radio, and that last song was from Scott Pilgrim, the game. Scott Pilgrim, the movie, the game. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim, the movie, the game. Scott Pilgrim, the comic, the movie, the game. The Scott Pilgrim, the comic, the manga, the movie, the game, the movie, the game. The breakfast cereal. Yes. <laughs> and that track was done by band Anamanaguchi. They're famous, I guess. Yeah, I guess you could say. I mean, I've seen them in concert a couple times, and they put on a great live show. They're really cool guys, so yeah. They combine NES music with a live band. Yeah, you know, they actually have a front-loading Nintendo there, and it's kind of like jury-rigged with a PS1 monitor. It's pretty wacky if you've ever seen their setup. Huh. Yeah, it's very backdoor garage setup. That's cool, so they pretty much hacked together their own NES yeah. sound unit. Yeah, essentially. It's really neat, yeah. Cool. That whole soundtrack is, is excellent stuff. Fantastic um, music. You know, I've heard a lot of Anamanaguchi's work outside of video game soundtracks, and it's also great, but I, I don't know. I think the Scott Pilgrim stuff is, is some of my favorite music. Yeah, I think they went a little bit more video gamey with this stuff, whereas their other tracks are more surf rockish, and I think that's the big thing. That's the big difference between the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack and some of their other work, even their newest album. Nowhere near in comparison in terms of their old stuff. Mm. I mean, they went in a completely different direction, and you know, it's got sprinkles of their old stuff. But for the most part, I think they're changing as a band. I would say it's an evolution, but some people I know are not going to be happy getting away from the surf rock stuff. Of course, and that happens with any band. Any band evolves over time. If if they're worth anything, you know, you can't stay stagnant forever. And you'll see that with a lot of video game composers too where you'll have you know composers who have done really simple stuff to start off with and then ended with very grand and very large soundtracks and so it's just the way of life speaking of evolution please tell us what you thought of the episode we'd love to hear on our facebook page or twitter what you thought uh, also you can leave, feel free to leave comments on the youtube page on the on the website video when you actually hear it on youtube that's gonna pretty much cut it for today yeah, we're going to lead out with a, another song from the God Hand soundtrack. <laughs> this is a ridiculous song. Yeah, the song itself is called God Hand. It's the title theme of the game. So on this uh, on this exclusive kind of album that I've made for the game, it has this song both in Japanese and English. The English lyrics are sung by... I, I wish I really knew who, who did the English lyrics. Definitely a Japanese person because you kind of hear that accent. Oh, yeah. Almost like they're pronouncing it phonetically, but really pay attention to the lyrics because it's, it's some pretty hilarious stuff. They're, they're definitely pretty funny. Very funny stuff. Dragon dragon kicking your ass into the Milky Way, I think, yeah. is one of the lyrics. Yeah, so, personal favorite. Yeah. So we will be back in two weeks. We'll have uh, a, a special guest for those next yes. next time. Yeah. We'll be hearing some new songs from, from our buddy. Leave us some comments. Leave us some feedback. Let us know what you like about the show. Hope and you had a good time. And thanks for listening, and peace out. Bitches. Demon, what am I? It's time for me to choose my path. The power of my God hand, no evil doer will get past. Hand to hand, or fist to fist. Kick your nuts or twist your wrist. God power keeps my pimp hand strong, so trust me or you won't last very long. Dragon kick your ass into the Milky Way. Milky Way. Don't act like you don't like the Bulbasaur. 
in our fight But don't worry, babe, I'll be cool The ultimate power of a god is now my secret My defenses are impregnable My style is impetuous If it's too much, I'll grovel at your feet I beg for mercy when I feel the heat Jaw-dropping attacks from my roulette wheel Apocalyptic beatdowns from the God Hand My arm, my arm, my arm, my arm, my arm, my arm I summon up the powers of the God Hand Everybody wants a piece Who's next don't be a fool Style so slick they will make me drool The God Hand helps me work out my stress It's overpowering, I must confess The only person who it doesn't work on Is the girl who got me into this Olivia Slicing through thugs with my shockwave Shockwave More beheadings than a guillotine Head slicer 